Hey, what's up? This is Community Service with Craig Conan. That's me. We on the ones and twos there? Audio, video, check. Mic check. Check. Mic you look check. like a, a Unabomber right now. Probably. Anyways. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Community Service with Craig Conan. This is my man, Stephen Randolph, my very funny friend. I love him very much. Love you too. And uh, he's just, he's, uh, he, he's a real one. We get, we are kindred spirits. Live wire. Yeah, man. He's sober ten years now. Yeah, almost eleven. Ooh, Nay. shit. You fucking kill me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah, so I'm bad. five and a half years, and uh, there's a couple things I wanted to say, and I was saving it. Did you know Stephen works at the world famous comedy store? He's a door guy there. Mm-hmm. And he, you were the first person ever to throw me up on potluck Monday really? night open mic. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That's you, fucking awesome. I was just sitting there. I didn't even really know how it worked. You no know? one does. It's a mystery to even the other door guys. It's yeah. fucking potluck's a mystery. And you just said, do you want to go up? And I was like, uh, uh, yeah. I didn't know that was possible. And I'm you not killed, too. I remember you did very well. Thank you. And then I was just like, yeah. And then you threw me up. And it was beautiful. And yeah, it was I've awesome. been hanging out there ever since. That's cool. Every Monday, open mic. Anyways. Yeah. Your friends, you know, your friends, like when you, when you host that, you got to get up every door guy and every employee and then probably like five or six more that Adam wants to see. And then you're given like three or four spots. Right. Yeah. But then sometimes if like, I just like burn through the employees really fast. So I'm like, when I host, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to get up everybody. And then like, I'll have a block of time. And I had like 20 minutes extra and I was like, damn, like Craig, get up here, get up here. I was just able to hook up all my friends. You know Thank what I mean? You. Yeah, of course. Man. So cool. For those of you that don't know, the comedy store on Monday has it's called Potluck. It's open mic, so the first hour is strangers off the street to OG motherfuckers, and then after that, it's friends and family, which is door guys and and development comics at the comedy store stand from eight to ten. Eight to ten, and then there's a little window where the friends and family adjacent that yeah. would be me where i'm like oh, i kind of live there too but i'm not yeah. stamped by them and that's where i get up and and i and he threw me up for the first time so thank you you're welcome and uh yeah i've been uh hanging wasting my life there every monday Dude, since you so and me both buddy yeah <laughs> you, you kind of ruined me <laughs> yeah i know it's a drug dude. i was like oh i could get up here comedy store is a fucking monday it's a drug it's so funny that people think, you know, because I host there a lot and I perform there a lot. Yeah. And people like assume I'm a paid regular and uh, and maybe I should not ruin it by let telling them, yeah, the let truth. Them assume, <laughs> let no them one, assume it. No one knows what's going <laughs> no, on, yeah. you know. But I am not a paid regular. I just I get out outside producer love. And I host a lot. No Anyways. one knows. Like outside the family, the comedy store, like my mom will be like, Steven, you got to network with this girl. She's a friend of, uh, you know, she's a daughter of one of my friends. She's a big deal at the comedy store. I mean, I've seen her flyer and it'll be like a bringer show that she just made. <laughs> but I don't even tell my mom. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, cool. Yeah, you I'll know? Talk like, to yeah, her. I'll talk to her. But it's like, it's like no one knows. It's just an illusion. Yeah. And it's just all a fucking big it's illusion. Like, do you know so-and-so? And yeah. they performed there one time one six time. years ago. Yeah. You're like... I, I like I performed there 
three times yeah. on Saturday. I know, I they know. They don't get it. They don't. No one gets it. Nobody. Yeah. Can, yeah. So it's actually, I take illusion. that back. I am a paid regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am famous. You're I the do man. have a kitchen. Yeah. I do have a brand new Camry, not fifteen year old with the paint chipping. <laughs> Everything I just said was a lie. Liar. <laughs> um. What else did I want to talk to you about? The, your your fucking Mexico story. I don't know if you want to retell that, but good grief. That was crazy. The one bro. on the sidewalk I was telling you? Yeah. Yes. That dude, one's dude. still like thinking about it right now. I have anxiety for you from that story. I just thought I was never going to be. He got arrested free again. in Mexico. Yeah. Buying drug, carting drugs back. <laughs> Caught by the Mexican police. And it was like, a, it was a brutal day. It was a fucking brutal, brutal day. Yeah. And After that, this, don't let me forget uh, to talk about how you brought me up in the main room. Oh, that was that was fun. I'm going to always do that. I'm going to just do that now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to always do that, dude. Yeah. We'll get to the Mexico story because that one's that one's heavy, man. <laughs> yeah. That one we, makes me worried. We both got like fired <laughs> from Trader Joe's and then I was like, this guy, yeah. this next guy. So I, he opened up the main room. The comic store has developmental comics that they believe in and they develop developmental sounds so funny but that they develop and as an artist and they and he's one of them and they give him spots mm. to open up uh shows so i was hosting a show and he had the development spot and he opened it and he uh he br brought me up as uh what did you say i've been arrested this guy's been arrested more times than johnny cash dude. <laughs> and it was just perfect <laughs> Because it's just it's set me up to tell an arrest story about when I smuggled the Oxycontins into jail. And I had never told that story on stage, only podcasts and just and yeah. it fucking crushed. And it was that beautiful. was a hot like little beginning. Yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun show. And you had just opened it up because you told your story about uh, fighting on the Mexican Telemundo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was risky to tell right off the top, too. Yeah. I was like, oh, is this like too media of a story? Like, right. These are cold open spots before the host even goes up. So you're like, they're like, oh, what's going on? You're like, hey, what's up? You guys want to hear a fucking gnarly story before you even order your first drink and you don't even know what's going on yet? You know, it's like it's it's yeah, a, it's a hard, it's a noble feat. It, you know, yeah. it's it's a hard thing, and I always like struggle with that because I get those opening spots and it's like, do I want to pander and be like, hey. How how's those nachos? You know what's weird and not grows. It's a comic, such a tricky or? position for you because like, you need to pander for a moment because the, the people are sitting down, they're ordering drinks, they're ordering food, they're thinking about parking and work, and they're not like yeah, they're not just hey, I was coked up on Telemundo. You <laughs> yeah, know, like, I fucking knocked this cholo out. They're like whoa, <laughs> even dude. though that's a fucking jam yeah it's just it's, like it's a lot to take in when you're like yeah, waitress uh, please i have a wow <laughs> yeah, yeah. how does this work here what's going on after like three drinks then it's just game time you yeah. know but so he hit him up with that telemundo coked up fight that will tell that story too and then he brought me up and and, and uh he said i've been arrested more than johnny cash and he which made me think of like i always do the firecracker assault office you know what i'm known for but like i was like you made me think of all the times and i was like oh let's talk about that one and i had never done that on stage and it fucking worked and there's nothing more beautiful than telling something for the first time on stage that's my favorite and it working and you're like yeah this is working and it was a chunk too i did like eight minute it's an eight minute story did you record it i did oh awesome thank cool. god and yeah. uh and and it was just it was nice, and uh, I need to develop that story. That's and the do best it more. feeling when you tell a new story and it works. Yeah, that's like that's our that's the peak of it for me. 
Then you the know rest is work. You, you know, know what's fucked up though is like it works so beautiful that first time. Then you go to redo it and it you know, doesn't. No, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why You're like, wait, why didn't this work yeah. like that? And I don't know, just something very organic and uh, honest and real about maybe it's your first time and the audience yeah. knows that. You know? And it's so weird. If you'll do like multiple shows in a night, you'll tell a story and it'll like explode the room. And then 20 minutes later, you're across town telling it and people are looking at you and you're like, dude, are you dumb? Am I yeah. fucking... I was like, you know, you, this worked an hour ago. I want ago. you to talk to the 300 people in the, <laughs> down the mile, this down the street. Fair. Yeah, what's, what's going on here? Comedy's fucking hard. It's hard as fuck. It's dude. so hard. For me, the hardest part is staying... Uh, mentally sane in the journey it's not even like the comedy that's hard like that's hard obviously but like for me it's like just the like we were talking about maintenance of life before. oh my god but it's just it's just like showing up showing up showing up showing up, up showing trying up, to be happy up. and positive in and a not world being an that's, asshole it's you know? not so happy and positive and yeah it, especially in the comedy world to not be an asshole in a world where there's a lot of fucking assholes yeah it's really hard you just i just gotta i gotta stay away from those people Mm. Some of those assholes are fun, but some of them they're just like too much asshole all the time. You're like, come on, yeah, fucking can't you just be positive once? Yeah, they don't want you, to. motherfucker. Yeah, see, they got you. I know. They, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, see, I'm down. They got you. Just gotta focus on the plants, man. I know plants are cool. Um, yeah, so that was lovely. So thank you for that, man. Yeah, hell yeah, of course. I love bringing people up. I like bringing my friends up. Yeah, it's so much better. I don't know a lot of the guys. Like the paid regulars and stuff. I know them, but I don't know. But it's like nice when you have personal connections to people that you're doing a show with and you get to bring them up like in a personal connected way. That's fun for me. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, you seen this guy from fucking this show, this show. It's like, that's all right, that's that's work. It's you so know? much but more like, fun yeah. like when you come up with a guy. Yeah. And, and you're you know in the him. trenches with them and you make it out of the trenches yeah, and yeah. then you're able to work with them on a show. We're climbing And then out. bring them up and you're like, yeah. yo, I fucking. We were tweaked out in Mexico together yeah, six yeah, yeah. years ago. It's just nice. That's so cool. It's nice. You see like Bobby Lee bring up like Nick Kroll or whatever yeah, or vice versa. All of them, yeah. You see them, how they came up together and they've known each other 20 years and you feel that love that when they, it's not generic, you know? So, yeah, so it's, it's nice when we get to share it. Have you opened for Bobby? I have. Yeah, Chelsea and I just opened for Bobby. It was so cool. It's so fun. Such a nice Jose, guy. right? Did San Jose. That's what I did for him. So it's such a good club. Yeah. So fun. It's a fun theater. Those big shows. Yeah. Those are yeah. big shows. Those are fun. So dope. He's so generous. Yeah. He fucking take you out. He eats well. Yeah. Bobby eats well. Yeah. And Bobby I like to eat eats well, too, dude. I don't do drugs anymore. So I like, <laughs> yeah. what are we fucking eating? You know? And like Bobby likes to, he just orders one of everything on yeah, the menu. And it's just, like. Bobby will I just take you to a restaurant. What do you want? I'll I'll just order. I'll order, and he'll order like nineteen things for three people. You're like Bobby. Yeah, like this I ate it all. Too, I know, and you just eat like a king, like yeah. little this, little that. That's cool. He took me to Dan Tana's. That's awesome. I had never I been. Love it Dan was me, Tana's. him, and Ian Edwards, and and uh, they have this steak. It's called the the. Dabney Coleman and it, it's like $68. Oh my God. And I just was looking at and it, it. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. I you don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. But I was yeah. Like, Bobby, can I get a steak? It looks really good. You yeah. Know? And then he didn't answer me. He ignored me. And then the server comes he up. He ignores all my texts. He ignores <laughs> everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not just me, right? No, no it's okay, everybody. Okay, okay. Hey, I'm like, hey, Bobby, congrats on that. I love you. Nothing. Hey, yeah. Bobby, fuck you. You're a bitch. Nothing. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter what you send him. I know, nothing I know. in response. 
And then the server comes up and Ian orders and Bobby orders. And then he looks at me and I look at Bobby and then he goes, just get the fucking steak. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. And Bobby's the only guy like is extremely generous, but like you're like in trouble for doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then I got it, and hands down, it was the best steak I've ever had in my life. It's so good. It was unreal. I love it was Antonio's. Unreal. Chelsea go. Chelsea and I go there a lot of times, like after shows. It's, it's so late. good. It's such a that you know it's that such that, a cool spot. That Eagle song, "You Can't Hide Your Lion Eyes." Yeah, it was written there. It was. Yeah, they they the Eagles would go there all the time, and they were looking at this like young girl with this old like rich guy and she was just like looking around for any other guy but him and they're like those lying eyes and then they just yeah. wrote it in the booth there. yeah i did not know that i did know like john lennon and and roy orbison used to hang out there this place is og history it's cool fucking super cool and best steak i've ever had in my life really their italian food is is good i i wouldn't say it's out of this world good but that mm. steak i fucking wow i want it now yeah. I love food. Oh, it's so good. Let's go. <laughs> I love to. Yeah. I would love to. Pause we'll the podcast. It. Let's go yeah. get a $70 steak. In the middle of the day. And go negative in the day already. And then just go nap. <laughs> yeah. God, that sounds wonderful, actually. Um, Where were we? Where were we at? That was it? We no, just went on the Dan Tana's uh, The story. Ranch? There's the Mexico remember. story, Mexican fighting story, the Tijuana story. Let's do your Tijuana story. Oh, my last story. days. So my last days before drinking. Oh, anything. I wanted to say. Oh, the whole point to that fucking when he brought me up in the comedy store main room. What made that my set start off so magical was him. Is he was on oxycotton and cocaine and worked for Trader Joe's and got fired from Trader Joe's. And I was on oxycotton and cocaine and got fired at Trader Joe's. I was on oxycotton and cocaine in the beginning of my career when I was hired at Trader Joe's. And I had said to the audience, I said just that. I was like, he was on oxycotton and cocaine and got fired from Trader Joe's. And I was like, as well did I. And we were at separate stores, separate locations, separate yeah. times. I think everybody's on some kind of drug yeah. at Trader Joe's. Dude. And I was just like, like, that was magical. Like, yeah. how kindreds of a spirit. Like, I was on those drugs, and I was fired from Trader Joe's. I was Joe's. working in the beer cooler, and I remember, like, because I worked there. Dude, I worked at the, the original one, the one in Pasadena. Was yeah. Like the, the, in Trader Joe, like, Joe would come in. Joe Cologne. Yeah. Like Cologne or something Cologne like that. Or Cologne. Yeah. So yeah. And he's like, I want my discount. We're like, who are you? He's like, I'm Joe. Like, Did oh. you hear me talk about you on stage? Because that's what for I said. For a second. For a second. And I, I walked out. I said, I said that you were high and would work in the milk box and yeah. grab children and be like, ah, and yeah, scare yeah, yeah. them. <laughs> and the audience, it fucking killed. That's so funny. I have a story about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and so I funny. was like, and I was like, he got fired for that. And I was like, I was on Oxycontin cocaine. I was like, I wouldn't do that shit. That shit's crazy. <laughs> crazy dude i would just drink beers back there all day i used to drink beers i used to just and then just beers. bail them because they have a they have a you know a, a cardboard <laughs> crusher and so i just put fucking like a 12 pack of keel yeah. in there just, like, and just bail it up and just send the evidence out you just made me remember of one time you know when you like cut you because you, you cut open boxes with your box cutter yeah and i accidentally straight up i'm not lying cut open you know you nicked a beer and it starts spraying yeah I was all like, the time oh, yeah. shotgun I a range of boom it. or whatever yeah, yeah. I accidentally shot and cut open a beer and then shotgunned it on purpose, of course. But then my manager walked the corner. I'm literally shotgunning a beer at work, on the <laughs> clock, on the sales floor, beers dripping down me, on the floor, everywhere. And he's like, dude, what do you want me to do? And I was like, just walk away, bro. And he just walked away. Dude, I got one for you that I've never told. So I'll never, never rap. This guy is so cool. I'm not going to say who it is. 
Um, you know, this guy probably doesn't even work for Trader Joe's anymore. Let's just put it at that. But when I was working 20 years ago for, for a Trader Joe's, I was working in the beer cooler, doing a bunch of blow, bunch of meth. Like just, this is like in the nineties. Yeah. So I worked there. Like that was like one of my uh, first jobs. Then my family had a pizza place and then my cousins did. And, but I worked there, but then I was like, fuck working for family. And I, and I, and I worked at Trader Joe's. So I, I got a job at Trader Joe's when I was like 17 I was working in the beer cooler and there's like, there's milk beer. Like it's, it, I remember like this older guy came up to me on the cash register. He's like, I know you want to jump out of the beer cooler to be on this register. He's like, dude, you don't know how good you have it in there. Just fucking listen to your music. You don't get bothered by yeah. anybody. He's like, it's a beautiful thing in there. And so I would, I was working in there and they got this new head guy. It's called a captain. Like this new, this new like head manager. Yeah. Trader Joe's GMs are called captains. It's all like ship <laughs> oriented. fucking weird like that. Yeah. Very weird. Very, it's not very your strange. manager. It's your mate it's, it's not the same anymore i heard because i haven't worked there since 2003 it's but still like captain and crew member but just in general it used to be cool like in the 90s like you could make a lot of money working there like they were paying yeah, you fat way more lenient back they, then they sold porn they sold cigarettes bullets Panty it was like hose. yeah it was weird yeah it was, yeah i was out there but it was like it was like really about the employees and then i think albertson's the family that owns Albertsons and some other companies, all, is German. The, yeah, all the, the markets yeah, bought them up. They bought them, yeah, and that's yeah. a that's a German family, right? Yeah. yeah. And I remember I met the kid one time. This is when I started really stealing from Trader Joe's, and I feel bad. I should make amends and pay back. But when I saw they, they were like, we were like, this is back in like 2003. We were like, you know, stocking the shelves, and the man, the owner's gonna come in. We gotta we gotta fucking make it right for the owner. Well, the the owner gave his 18 year old son trader joe's and this little punk bitch fucking spoiled kid came in and was just like oh just wandering the the aisles and i'm like that's who owns it i was like oh fuck, fuck this, this <laughs> yeah i'm fucking eating fuck everything bitch. dude yeah i remember i was like bodybuilding at the time like lifting weights i got so buff when i worked at the beer cooler that it was like but i almost got bodybuilder buff like i was like right there yeah because i was just eating i read in this magazine it's like eat protein every 45 minutes this guy was like if you want to be fucking huge who could afford <laughs> to do that well i worked in a deli cooler so every 45 minutes i was just eating a chicken breast all day like i was eating yeah dude, and all of a sudden I'm just like, ah, like I just got so buffed that everybody thought I was on roids. But I was like, bro, I just have access to unlimited chicken, dude. Yeah. And I was just drinking milk, like whole milk chicken. Like, How are you so ripped? I steal. Yeah, I steal. <laughs> dude, I was just eating every every 45 minutes because like I'm an OCD. So this guy was like with veins out of his neck. He's like, your body could take in 45 grams of protein every 45 minutes. Do with that as you may. Yeah. And I was like. Oh, All okay. Right. It's, I was like, I, I'm in a place out. where I could do that, dude. I was eating like the farm back there. I just got so buff so fast. Dude. Yeah, I used to steal so much, too. I'm not proud of it. As I, soon I as I bad, got sober, dude. I I'm stopped. So, I when I, but when I was twacked out, yeah. fucking vuv bottles of champagne and burritos in my in my. And because I, I was know, I was too. on drinking and drugging, but the second I got sober, I stopped with all that behavior. Me, too. I just felt bad. Yeah, yeah. You're it like, oh, it, it, it hurts. It feels yeah, bad. it's like it's funny that. When you do bad shit, you feel bad. You feel bad, And when you yeah. do good shit, you feel good. Yeah. I don't know why it takes so long in <laughs> so life take, yeah, to learn such an easy fucking lesson. Decades. But then after a while, you're God, like... God, I'm so glad you just said that. Dude. It's like, you, it's I that like simple. Him. Have I talked about no. this before? No, I like hey, this, Craig. Hey, universe, world, <laughs> no, audience members. No, what you just members. said is the answer. That's like what you stumble on on mushrooms and you try to get back there. <laughs> yeah. You're like, fuck, dude, it's all good and it's all love. And then you get yeah. sober. You're like, dude, I want to eat a burger. Fuck everything. Yeah. You know, it's like, I want to kill an animal and eat it. In sobriety, I've just been trying to learn the yeah. lessons I, I learned on mushrooms. It's so You just here's, you stumbled. Here's, here's the lesson. What, what do is it? Good shit. You feel good. Okay. You do bad shit. 
you feel bad. <laughs> that's it. I know it's caveman, not big words. No, but, but that's, that's fucking... straight up. That's what it boils down to. And when you get sober, when you're fucked up drinking and drugging and on Oxycontin and Coke and tweaking shit and alcohol, alcohol is the worst. It led me to my narcotic behavior. Alcohol is the worst. Alcohol is the fucking worst. But that kind of lets you excuse like, oh, I'll steal this burrito. They don't, you know, they You'll deserve justify. it. They're a yeah. millionaire. Fuck yeah. that kid. Yeah, Fuck yeah. him. Fuck this. And then you're sober and it, that shit just kind of, that bullshit you can't lie to yourself anymore. You're like, yeah. oh, no, that's wrong. It's wrong. Don't do that. It's yep. bad to fucking lie and cheat and steal. It's bad. So then, you know, yeah. yeah. And then you just can't lie to yourself anymore. And then if you do, you just have a pit in your stomach. Yeah, or a headache. You, it just festers and you get an ulcer and you die. So No, so like <laughs> I was in I was in this uh, beer cooler, dude. So check yeah. this. So I was like. I was like 17. I was in the beer cooler. Like I, I was stoned as fuck when this happened. Cause it was like one of those moments from your life where you're like, you just remember cause of where you're at. I just smoked a joint on my break. I come back in and the day before they're like, dude, they're getting in, we're getting a new captain. He's a ball buster. He's, he's out to fire people. He, things are going to, you know how every job, like things are yeah. going to change. Oh, this guy, gonna change. This guy's transferring. Like, we'll see. Yeah. I just got to be a little more sneaky a with little it. More sne- yeah. <laughs> and they're like, this I just got to chew a little faster. They're like, this new guy is going to come in and fucking change everything. And, and dude, he's on to everybody. You got to be fucking real tight. He's a ball buster, this and that. And so I smoke a joint. I never met the guy. I'm back there in the beer cooler selling carrot juice and all that. You know, like when you go grab the milk. Organic. Yeah, on the other side <laughs> is a dude back there. And so I was back there in this little room, like about the size of this, you know, like this place. And I'm stocking the milk. I'm high as fuck. And then this guy, he's like good looking, fucking like quarterback looking dude, comes back. He's like, what's up? I'm the new captain. I was like, oh boy, I'm fucking so high. I was like, but uh, you know, I'm in the cooler. <laughs> you can kind of hide behind that cold yeah. air. I was like, oh, it's nice to meet you. You know, yeah, I've heard a lot about you. Nice to meet you. He's like, uh, I got to ask you a question, dude. And I was like, and this is a 101% true story. I go, yeah. And he goes, you ever steal beer back here? And I was like, never, dude. And I was like, he's like, I'm going to ask you again. Do you ever steal beer back here? I was like, never once, dude. And he goes, I want you to open up that Kilmes beer and pound it in front of me. And I go, no, I don't want to do it, dude. And he goes, I'm telling you, I'm your captain. I'm telling you to do it. I go, I don't want to fucking do it. He goes, well, you don't drink? I said, I drink. And he goes, pound that fucking beer right now. I'm telling you as your captain. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dude, okay. I fucking pounded the beer. And he's like, you just drank a beer on the clock now. And I was like, all right. And he goes, so you can't get me in trouble. He goes, do you know where I can get Coke? I have a bachelor party coming up. And I just got a vibe from you that that, that you would be the one to fucking do this. <laughs> and I go, yeah, I could fucking get you Coke. That ain't goes, no ball busting yeah, yeah. captain. <laughs> That's he goes, a party captain. He goes, he goes, who are your friends here at this Trader Joe's? And I go, uh, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. And he goes, who here do you hate? And I was like, this guy, this guy, this guy. He's like, cool. He's like, you want weekends off? And I was like, fuck yeah. I got him a sack oh, of man. coke. Dude, the, the year or two I worked with this dude, it was the best job I ever fucking had, dude. I'd be like, hey, dude, this girl's a fucking cunt, dude. This guy's a fucking dick, dude. He's like, cool. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's, no, he's, like he's opening up in the frozen section all fucking week. You yeah. know, like he would get, they would get these. Oh, my off. God. It's the best job I ever fucking had, dude. I wish I can give a shout out to him because I'm still friends with him, but we got to yeah, keep yeah. that anonymous. No name in first yeah. and last he's name. He's not with like Trader I Joe's anymore. Doing. He's not with it. Trader Joe's anymore so it's so crazy that that's how the culture was though but when I first started over 11 years ago now yeah there 
like we used to go to man cap not, managers' houses and drink and smoke it's weed not and like party that anymore. No, they it, a, a bunch of managers got fired and they stopped almost the, the all socializing and I mean it still happens, but before it, if it was rampant and now it's like a little bit. Yeah, but we yeah we were partying yeah. so hard there. Jesus. I, I used to just buy weed off one manager and sell it to another manager. Yeah. And they would be like, don't tell anybody. And I like money, so I wouldn't tell anybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, you guys are all, we're we're all high. I remember I worked at the one in Monrovia, and that was where the corporate was. All the corporate guys would come over there. And I and I, I got, I actually got fired from Trader Joe's twice. I got fired uh, for calling a guy, uh, a manager, uh, something bad. And then, and then I like three years later, I called back and they, they just rehired me and I was working in, in Monrovia and, and, uh, I was like, it was a really sad time in my life, but like I was working just odd hours there. And this one dude that worked there was like, I got the, I can get the best Coke. I can get the best Coke. And he's this black dude. He's like really funny. And he was like, I can get the best Coke. And, and me and like, Five other people that worked there were like, dude, he's been, I forgot what his name was. He was a cool dude. But like, dude, he's fucking bullshit. And dude, like, was this it, guy, was it the best? Dude. So, so he had <laughs> talked about it for months and we were all just like party guys and stuff. And he was like, you're going to see, he's like, you're going to see, I'm going to bring it in and blow your mind. And it's like, just that one dude at your job that's always fucking talking, you know? And he never brought it in. We're like, dude, shut up about he the never fucking blow. In? One day, dude. So, so it's like 8 PM and there's like six people running the, 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 the fucking the uh the trader joe's in monrovia dude he comes in we're both on our break at the same time i'm eating my little lunch at the car he rolls in in the fucking parking lot he's like steve come in my car he has a fucking softball oh. rock of cocaine <laughs> that had like blue opalescence fucking to it and he goes, he goes, dude, i just got the chills he goes dude. i told you he goes I, he goes i told you and i go uh i go i go damn dude that's i can smell the whole car and he goes it's the best coke oh, you'll ever have shit. he breaks off a fucking brick like a gram he go like like a little like yeah like like a half a golf ball i don't know it was, it was dude it was too much coke for like, those of you who never done coke like when you see a an amount like that, it it's like, like it, sexy. It's like, like moon you rock. get horny. I just You're got like, chills right oh, now. I haven't done it in eleven years. Fucking boner. But this all wasn't day, just like dude. some like bullshit coke. Like this dude, like it's like he took a it's chunk only that off brick. the moon. No, it yeah, was like, that it was brick like, shit. Yeah, and it was like opalescent. It was like shining, and I was like. Damn, it's like a disco ball, you know. It's like as big as like bigger than a softball. It's like when this. it's pure too, it has like a light blue. You're like, yeah, it's like blue. You're like, is this fluorescent? And it's not like blue? coke. It, it does something else. It's like yeah. boink. Like it's like a, it's like a light bulb. It goes off. It's in very. Your head. I've only had it a few times. I used to get good coke too. Yeah, I used to get good coke, <laughs> dude. So this guy, no, so this guy, so I'm on my break. It's like 8 p.m. We're closing the store at like 11 or something. I'm on my little fucking break. I'm eating and dude, all of a sudden I just threw my fucking food in the trash and he, he goes, come into my car and he breaks me off. It had to be like two or three grams. It was like, so he had a softball and he was generous. He was just like, dude, he was doing a deal. He's like, I'm going to make so much money from, but I'm yeah. going to bust everybody off. I've been talking shit for six months. Yeah. So he busts me off a fucking like a rock, dude. And I'm like, damn. And I fucking do a little bit. And I was like, damn, Justin, like. I can't even talk. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so then he goes, he goes into every person. It just so happened. Like at every job, there's like people who do drugs, people who don't. It just so happened. The six people running the place. Oh no. We're all like drunks, druggies. <laughs> so he goes, Hey, come over here. So we all go to the back room. There's customers everywhere. He breaks everybody off with two or three grams. Right. There's a 50 year old dude. Who's like, I haven't done Coke in 20 years, but like, <laughs> fuck it, dude. Like he's just a drunk. He's like, well, fuck dude. It was like people that don't always do it. So everybody goes to the back and bust. It was, 
just too much cocaine for yeah. a Trader Joe's in fucking yeah. a suburban city. It was like we all just did racks and racks for like five minutes, right? And every single person were there started pouring sweat. And it was like a scene from a movie because we all both – everybody goes to the cash register so that everybody's on the cash register. There's the manager running the place. There's the girl like fucking arranging the flowers. And we're all just like doo-doo. It was like the scene in ah, Blow ah, or something. Ah, yeah. We're all looking at each other and like you could feel people walking into the Trader Joe's picking up on the energy because every employee was on the best coke ever at the same moment. Yeah. So like we're all just like pouring sweat like everybody that walked in the door like looking at them and like customers are like looking at all of us like they thought it was just the fucking weirdest night I ever had there. We all went to a bar afterwards and just did. I did so much coke I never done this before. I fucking threw it out of my car because he gave me like two or three grams and I was just kept on doing it kept on doing it and like by the end of the night I was like I can't. I was like I can't I can't I'm not going to stop until I do all this and I remember I was driving on my truck and I fucking threw it out the window I just yeah. kept driving because I was like I can't stop Yeah. and I went looking That's for it the sad. next day. That's yeah. sad. Cause I understand exactly why. I was like, you I have to, that. I have to throw this did away. Did I tell the story how I found all that Coca Coachella? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you did? Yeah, I already told it, but I found an obscene amount of Coke, and I was like on mushrooms and Molly, and I was like, it was that you know that I was like, if I can't I, if I this. touch this. I'm gonna do all of this and ruin. This was day one. Yeah, and I ended up just putting it in all the porta potties and get. Oh of, my god! Yeah, and I, I know gave about it away that. because I couldn't because I was such a fiend and I an addict trust myself that I can't. This. I can't have possession of it. Like somebody I, I, needs I to lock saying, it away. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm gonna like. <laughs> I can't have. Yeah. I had a friend, and before you know, I'm an alcoholic in recovery. And before I knew what that was, I. There's like these signs in your life that what you're doing is like the drinking and using you're doing is different. And like, like I remember I was going to Huntington Beach with my friend like in the 90s, my friend Chris. And um, and I looked inside his center console while he's driving and he had like two e-pills and a bag of Coke. And I was like, damn, score. And he's like, oh, I wish you didn't find that. He's like, dude, and this was in the summertime. And he was like. He was like, I just bought this last week. This is for New Year's, dude, because he was planning a big New Year's fucking party. I was like, this is for New Year's? You can say <laughs> yeah. that? And I was at you the can't beach. do that right now. <laughs> my whole trip to the beach because he's like, I'm not giving you any of this. And I was at the beach just being like, dude, we have blow and fucking E and I'm going riding waves yeah, right now. Yeah, people don't like, understand. He couldn't understand. Like I couldn't the, understand the, the him. The fiend. The fiend club. I never went to sleep with oh, cocaine dude. in the house. Like, people, I couldn't. No, there was no drug. I, could, I, I, I couldn't do it sell all. drugs. The only drug I could sell is weed because you can't Yeah, smoke. yeah, yeah. You're just like, all but right. But like every other thing, it would just end up in me doing all of way it. too much and sharing. I was the worst. Yeah, like, yeah me too. Hey, Molly for you. Molly for you. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, shit. All that shit I had is gone and, and I now don't I have the money. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I was like, I'm going to sell blow one time when I was on heroin. I was like, all right, I'm going to start selling blow. And I got like an ounce or two, like the most I ever got, you know, a bunch, yeah. a bunch of blow. And I remember I had a tackle like this. No, it's like a little lockbox and a scale. And I broke it into like 28 grams or like whatever it was for like two ounces, like 48. You know, I had baggies, baggies. So I made the call. I did a bump and I, I, I made the call out to everybody like, hey, I got blow. I got blow for sale. I got blow for sale during the middle of the day. Then I just started doing it. All. Oh, open up a bag, no. open a bag. Then at night, people are calling me like, hey, I want a bag. I'm like, who told you? Who told you I had fucking Coke? <laughs> like, bro, you called you me did. like five hours ago. I'm like. Who told you? I didn't fucking call you. Are you wearing a wire? And I was like, that dude. And I fucking, like, <laughs> I did all the coke, sold none of it, sold, like, a couple bags to people, and but it was, like, convinced they were the CIA. I was just, I was, it wasn't for me, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it'll get you, man. But you made me remember, uh, I, I worked with this one 
my fucking I can't say his name. I wish I could. Yeah. But at, at the store I started, there was this flamboyant gay dude. He was just a gangster though. Yeah. And he uh, he had coke one day, and in in an Altoids box, and he'd be like. We'd be at work, be like, hey, you want to do some coke? And I was like, fuck at yeah. Joe's? Yeah, and he yeah. gave me that little Altoids, like, there's a straw in there, go to the bathroom, take a rip. And I was like, God, wow. I love you. And this fool was a gangster. He, uh, he said that he was locked up because he, he, he'd been through it, you know? Yeah. Uh, 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 he is not sober, but I think he's just older now and yeah. has it. Like that, where he could party sometimes. Some people are like that. They can I'm just not like get that. out, but he was a fiend at one time. Anyways, he got locked up. And this is skinny, frail, flamboyant black dude, but a, a G. He's a fucking yeah. gangster. And he said he was in county, and one of them boys went up to try to grab his shoes. And he's like, go ahead, grab my shoes. Take my shoes, boy. And he said that when the, the thug tried to rob him of his slippers in jail, Kick that him. he fucking kicked him right in the face and went, boom, he's like, they're my shoes, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. And he said, he's like, yeah, nobody tried to take my shoes after that. And I was wow. like, wow. But if you... He was just the best. That's so and cool. He was just like a diva, you know. Yeah, he was yeah. always dancing. He was behind the demo booth, and he That's was so just, cool. he was the sample guy and just dancing. Always I love dancing, the sample guy. Just fucking, and he was just a G like that. And uh, I remember one time I had a, a white Ford Ranger pickup back then, and uh, all the employees park. And uh, one time I get back to my truck, and my whole truck bed's full of these disgusting pillows but like six or eight of them you know but you like brown the drool stain you know they look like they're 12 <laughs> yeah, yeah. years old they're disgusting you don't want to touch <laughs> them and then i went into work and i was like somebody just threw a bunch of shitty old rotten pillows in the back of my truck and that fool just started laughing because he had had them in his car for a couple weeks and he wanted to throw them away at the dumpster, but he was lazy <laughs> and he parked next to me, but he didn't know it was my truck That's at that so time. Funny, and he yeah. just saw my truck and saw an opportunity to ditch all these dirty pillows. Oh. And he just laughed. He's like, I'm sorry, motherfucker. I did that shit. Oh my God. <laughs> and it was so funny. That That's I great. Was like, you motherfucker, dude. That's great. That fool was the best. I got to call him up. I used to sell him weed. And he used to give me coke. Oh, <laughs> Trader Joe's. We should just go on those rampates. I know. What else did you do there? I was on mushrooms at register one time, <laughs> and I just remember ringing people up. That's scary. And like worms are coming. I know that's like in my act, but it's true. Whenever you're hallucinating and someone else <laughs> is not, you see all these lines and these little worms on their yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it. And I was ringing people up, like literally going paper plastic, sir. They had plastic back then. And then I would think in my head, like, there's, wor there's worms on you. There's no more. Wow. It's banned. And and I would be thinking that as I was ringing up, like, there's worms in your face, dude. But yeah. I would keep it together. And that's how I know. I was like, damn, you're a functioning addict because you are ringing people up and making sense while on hallucinogen. <laughs> yeah. I'd run to the bathroom, throw up, go back to register. Oh, my God. And I'd tell my coworker. And what what is it with mushrooms that you always say, I'm not going to tell anybody I'm on mushrooms. And then you get to work, you're like, Steven, I'm, I'm on, on mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so First wild. words out of your fucking mouth. I'm They're on like, mushroom, what yeah. are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to keep it together. That's so funny. <laughs> and I did. Oh, I couldn't handle it. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was a long day. That was a long shift. Fucking drugs, man. Don't do them. But if if you are on drugs, eat mushrooms one more time and then get sober. Okay. 
I could get on board with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a lot. I Be careful. <laughs> Don't drive. Don't drive. <laughs> Don't drive. <laughs> Don't drive. I drove on mushrooms. Felt like a video game. Yeah, it's scary. Well, one time I, I did that. I drove on mushrooms, stick shift in front of a cop for the first time. I've done it on stage, this story. But uh, the other time is, you know, when you're you're tripping and then you think it's done and you're like, OK, I could go home now. I'm done. And it starts. Up and then it, but it goes, it always goes in waves. And then like as you're driving in Led Zeppelin, no quarters on and you're just like, oh, and it just, <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying. By the way, Led Zeppelin is the best band ever to walk this planet. But that song, No Quarter. I never heard it. If you're on the mushies. Yeah. Just is heaven. It's just heaven. <laughs> You heard it, you guys. It's Led Zeppelin, anything they do, but Led Zeppelin, no quarter when you're peeking off mushrooms. It's just like, that song was made for mushrooms. You're like, oh. I think that famous poster of uh, of one of them like looking out the hotel room. Yeah. Is it Robert Plant? Or or I think it's next door at the Ondas. Yeah. At a, next door to the comedy store. I think that's like that famous photo of him like looking out. He's on acid? I don't know. It was just a famous famous shot of led zeppelin one of the guys like looking at a hotel window looking yeah. like badass looking at yeah, all Robert over Plant. i remember yeah that, it's yeah. like that's that was at the ondas oh i didn't know that that was like that's a so rocker dope. hotel i didn't know that before. Did, so it was dope. something else before the ondas fucking led zeppelin baby jesus christ i just saw the did you see the motley crew documentary no our, our movie on netflix i loved it it's good yeah jeff Tremaine did it, it it's really good but it was all because i live on sunset and larby and so it's all that Motley Crue started on that block. The next block over is Clark Street. That's where I parked my car when there's no parking on my street. And I was like, I Googled which one's the Motley Crue house. And it was like, I was parked right in front of it, like their little apartment where they started. And so it kind of gives the back history to Motley Crue and the whiskey and all that. It's kind of crazy. The Guns N' Roses lived on that. coming up in that time in the 80s? Yeah, wild. Oof. Wild. Make our cocaine Trader Joe's stories look like nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were wild. <laughs> they were fucking doing coke and shitting on cop cars. You're like, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Didn't know Whoa. you could do that. Yeah, wow. <laughs> fucking drugs, man. That book, The Dirt, is good. Is that good. dirt or dirt? I don't know. I, don't know. I gotta read more. <laughs> Just mainly into gardening. Gardening's cool. It's good. It's the best. It's good for your soul. It is. Except I bought this one cheap soil and there's fungus gnats. Goddamn devil. You got to get that. You got to get that organic. Don't buy that miracle grow. Really? It's not good? Fucking, it's, it's genetic. probably made by Monsanto or Monsanto, whatever. Monsanto, yeah. And they're all the, that, that, their, I think their first product was, <laughs> was Roundup. And now, like, everybody's suing Roundup for giving everybody cancer. Yeah. Yeah, they, the uh, weed killer. Yeah, it's a good company to uh, if you want to die. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in a slow, horrible death of disease, just get their products. I wanted to buy a hat. There, I found them online that says, I love Monsanto. And just start wearing those. Like, you would, in West Hollywood, yeah. it would make people's minds explode. I know. I, they have those. <laughs> oh, my, my friend get one. out of here. You can't do that. That guy's like, a Nazi. Monsanto. Yeah. That's so funny. I, w- I mean, I... I I hate Monsanto and, and death products, but I would enjoy the reactions that would yeah, get out of it. people. You know what I mean? Just yeah. to stir the pot and this be like. This podcast is repped by Monsanto. Yeah. That's funny. Sponsored by Monsanto. Do you want to die a horrible death? Get their products. CBDB. I wasn't able to pick up. So uh, uh, the, the people at Care by Design give me mad CBD products. 
They gave your wife some products that help with her anxiety and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I was so sick this week, I didn't get a chance to re-up. And I'm running thin. (laughs) And the feeding in me is coming back. Does it help with anxiety? It helps me a lot, yeah. It just kind of takes the edge off without getting you high and out Mm -hmm. being on that pharmaceutical dog shit that gets Mm -hmm. everybody fucking killing themselves anyways. Anyways, it's getting a little dark. It's getting a little dark in here. What else? Steer a different direction. All right, let's do it, man. Mexico. Here we go, man. This motherfucker got arrested in Mexico, and it's one of the more scary uh, stories I've heard where, like, you want to laugh, but you're just worried. You where where he was telling me this story and I was asking him like did you did you survive did you, are you alive as I'm speaking yeah. to the live person right now as like I know what happened it was tra- it was a traumatic story it was oh, it was, was life changing I don't for know me. if I could deal with the a- whole thing afterwards when I didn't tell you too after like you know because I just told you real quick but a- afterwards um, I later like a couple years later dated a woman. Uh, that was from Mexico City. She was from a political family over there, and she was living over here. And it was really fun, like because she had license plates, those console plates. If you've ever seen them, where you can't get pulled over. Yeah, you can't get pulled over and you can't get arrested. And she had a Mustang, and we were both like 21, and just we would we would be fucking drinking vodka in the car, going 120. I remember one time we were like, I never knew if that worked, but she was like, "Trust me, you can't. We can't get." Unless See, that's why sometimes maybe rules are good. Because <laughs> yeah. if you give 20-year-old no Craig rules say, Yeah, Craig saying vodka. rules are good. Then the, yeah. Well, because if you're given too much at a young age, you're just fucking dumb. I mean, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. It took me till like 25 and three arrests to be like, okay, God, maybe maybe I'll stop yeah. this. <laughs> I'm sorry. And uh, that was facing two years in jail, wow. in prison, you know. And uh, yeah, that, I did. I did unfortunately, this girl. that's what it takes. Yeah, it took me a long time. And sometimes you don't get so lucky, and sometimes you do those two years, or you get ten years, and you come out institutionalized, and your name's no. Hector, and you're he's my cousin, and now he's oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, whoopsie. Anyways, on with it. No, yeah, like I did. I dated this girl after the arrest in Mexico, and, and uh, she she was like a political family, and. I remember we, we were hammered driving to Santa Barbara, and right when you hit the water, I don't know if that's Oxnard or wherever, you finally, from L.A., hit the water on your way to Santa Barbara on the 101. Both tires blew out, and she was going crazy. She was topless, and she had huge tits. She was topless, drinking vodka. It got slapped me, got in a fight with me. I got out of the car. She blew out right in front of me, blew out both of her tires, and this was before cell phones. So she went on a call box and started screaming, he's hitting me, but I wasn't, and I fucking hung it up, and I was like, Dude, I'm done. I'm <laughs> done. Cops came. They fucking took a look at the plates. And they're like, all right, throw away all your alcohol and all that stuff. And got us a tow truck and fucking left us alone. God insane. damn, I want to be a consulate. Yeah. But 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 like I guess the reason I told you because of the story. I just relapsed because of the license plate. I can do anything. Well, she said like Rawr. she kind of got in trouble. Like it would get back to her mom and dad. And they would be like, dude, what do you, you know, it wasn't yeah, a good yeah. look for them. But like. But yeah, I, I was insane because I would just drive this Mustang with these plates, fucking just <laughs> doing blow, just drive around like you can't touch. It was wild. It was wild. I'm lucky to get hurt. But but even that being said, I was so scared by what, what I'm about to tell you in Mexico that she was like, hey, do you want to come to Mexico City with me or do you want to like I was like, never. I will never go in that country again. And it wasn't until I got sober. It wasn't until 10 years later that you went back that I went back to Mexico. But, yeah, I wouldn't either. But he I almost 
Tell yeah. them. Yeah. So, okay. So born and raised over here in LA, Pasadena, and I was an Oxycontin addict and a, you know, cokehead, blah, blah, blah. And I was just strung out on opiate. Later became heroin. It, it was a wild ride, you know. It'll but get you, man. Those got, oxys. It, dude, it'll get you. It's too good. People don't understand. Oxycontin is, uh, is government-made synthetic 100% pure heroin. It's heroin. In a pill. It's heroin in a pill. It's, dom- it's domestic it's heroin. heroin. So you think... You're okay, you know. You're like, oh, it's just a little pill. The doctor gave it's it. It's heroin. I shot. It's this is the guy who shot heroin, heroin for five it's, years. It's, it's the same thing. It's insane. <laughs> it's the same thing. So I was hooked on it, and uh, my my friend and I, uh, we were like, "Fuck, we we had really a really good Hollywood um, connections to to coke and to oxy and to heroin. Like we we were just dialed in, and we had I you know." We had the best drug dealers, dude. We had we had all the fucking Hollywood Hills like professional. Yeah, they would pull up and they would just what is, have like. What, I had the best drug dealers. Did too. you too? There's something about like a good drug connect, dude. Yeah, I had the best drug dealers. I, they were always it was the best. We, it was like either my ghetto cousins in and out of prison. Yeah, or I knew a guy like my you know my sister just dated thugs or my family was thugs and something about thugs when your little brother you know what i mean mm-hmm. they just like want to take care of you so you just get shit cheap and you get fire i remember i was getting like og kush before og kush was even mm-hmm. a thing you know yeah. what i mean like and it was fire this is when i was 14 in high school everyone was like what is this yeah. you know <laughs> and same shit with fucking coke it was just like like you do one key bump and your whole face is numb and everyone's used to getting diarrhea because it's cut yeah. through baby laxative. Yeah. And I just got that. And 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 it's still to this day, not maybe so much so this day, but those people years later, because after I got out and you get sober, like this one fool would still hit me up. He's like, you used to get the best coke, <laughs> yeah. dude. And I was like, I know, I know. But it, that was so short lived because I was I was a bad I was yeah. a bad boy. <laughs> so we so we would have these these awesome dealers but every once in a while they'd be unavailable and if you're like a recreational drug user that's one thing but like i we needed the fucking opiates you know like else we get really sick so every once in a while even with these awesome dealers you'd be like dude they're not calling back today they have lives like maybe they're out of town or maybe that you know and it's like fuck 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 and so i remember my buddy and i were like dude well because we lived in pasadena and we're like we could drive down to san diego like you know to the border right there in mexico in in san diego and then just walk across you know and then just go fucking shopping in the pharmacies down there and we were that desperate we were like all right it's a two-hour drive like we're gonna wait our unknown hours here for our dealer so we were sick we looked all fucking weird and uh we drove down to fucking san diego walked across was in mexico and then immediately like two white boys down there i'm like 20 years old like looking all fucking funky like i had those uh Harachi sandals were they called? Harachis, yeah. Harachis with yeah. like weird dress socks on, yeah. and like I was just dressed like a fucking junkie, dude. I was I looked like a fucking guy that hangs outside of Seven Eleven, and so did my friend too. And my friend's gay, half Japanese, and so he had some flamboyance to him, like some style. But like we stuck, that's perfect, yeah, for yeah, Mexico. yeah. We stuck out though. Like it was like it was like, dude, these two fucking knuckleheads, yeah. you know, like like what's what's going on with these two guys, you know? And um, so we're down there, and uh, 
and we start doctor shopping immediately and we start going into the pharmacies and they have everything, but they're real. I guess at the time our government had fucking told them like, look, you can't be selling oxys to our fucking people. Yeah. You used people. to just be open. You could just go down there and buy whatever you want. Not yeah. so much anymore. Yeah. And like, and like at this time, I guess it was the first push from our government. Like, do you will, you, there's gonna be problems with the U S if you continue to sell. So we were going in there. We're like oxy and they're like, Oh, we have this muscle relaxant. We're like, oh, we like knew what we wanted. We're like oxy oxy. And they're like, no, 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 no. And so we were just going up and down the block on revolution. That's not burnt. Yeah. Yeah. Just like oxy, <laughs> oxy, oxy, just going to every fucking. And we went to like five or six pharmacies. And finally one guy was like, uh, he was like, hold on, hold on. And there was this guy in a suit in, in the place looking at us. And he was like, what do you guys need? And then the guy was like, now that I'm older and sober and I, I, we we got set up and the guy was trying to tell us that the cash register because he was like giving that's those, a good pharmacist yeah giving those warning. eyes like no he's, he's like, like hey don't do it <laughs> buddy don't do yeah, it yeah, yeah. don't do it you're gonna go to jail yeah he was looking <laughs> at so us like no out, like, like, i don't give a fuck i'll do it give me the goddamn oxy he was shit. like yeah exactly he was like no 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 giving us the no eyes and the guy's like here sell him some and the guy like fucking sold us some and uh, i had a, like a weird feeling but i was still like dude i just you know i needed to fucking do these and so fucking i you know, we, we got them on us and we bought a bump. We bought, we just went crazy, dude. And we got all of our money on this shit. And so we were walking back and my friend bought this weird ass fucking painting. It just, it, 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 it was a painting of a Mack truck from the seventies. And it just said superstar, like this weird oil painting. And so he's walking around with this giant oil painting. He's like, let's get tacos. And I was like, bro, we got the, the sun oil going painting down. oxys and you're sweating from detox. Like this is a shit. Yeah. Show, I'm like, dude. let's get, I'm like, let's get out of here, dude. I don't want to be here when the sun goes yeah. down, you know? And my friend's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. And so we're walking across the bridge the uh, over the, the Tijuana river there to get back into San Diego. And this cop fucking, cause they're on like little moto bikes with helmets and they're like on dirt bikes, you know, ring, ring. And I don't he, like and this I, part. And I heard it go ring, ring, ring. And I heard it and he fucking cuts off right in front of me and he goes, empty your pockets. And I was like, I, dude, I almost jumped off the bridge. Cause like, I remember my dad being like, dude, we could help you if you ever get in trouble. But if you ever get in, cause you know, as a Southern California kid, yeah. you get the Mexico warnings. Like, dude, we can't, the yeah. president couldn't get you out. If they want, if they yeah, want it. it's just money. Do you got money and good luck? And, good luck. And so, how bad did you piss them off? Yeah, and like, there's really nothing other than money. There's nothing you could like. If you get like, as a Southern California, I think kid, you get warned about Mexico. Like, dude, you, it's it's not the United States. So it looks like it is. It's like it's right there. San Diego's right there. But it's like, yeah, there's, dude, there's it's no a, fucking investigation. It's no. like if you go bye bye, you just go bye bye. That's <laughs> yeah, it. It, it. It happens. <laughs> That's and it. So knowing well, knowing girls like my whole life, you know, being being from Southern California, you hear it all the time. Like girls go down there, like a bunch of white girls go down there and they fucking pop off or they get crazy and they get raped by the police. And they don't, it's like, yes, file a complaint, you know, like what, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So, so like, and I know that that happened to like, you know, a bunch of people, but so I was down there and I was like, damn dude, damn, damn, damn. And this guy, I'll never forget. He had a nine inch nail sticker on his helmet, the cop, yeah. the, the federale. And so I was like, I said, no, I said, I don't want to go in my pockets. He goes, what? He goes, go in your fucking pockets. And I took it out and he looked at it and he goes, oh, you're going to do 12 years in jail in prison down here. And I'm like it's on the team. Dude, oh my God, <laughs> dude. Oh my God. And I'm, and, and my friend's sitting next to me, dude. And he like went, he arrested him too. Oh my God. And so he was like, you stay here too. And I, we were on that bridge and I was like, dude, should I just jump off this bridge? Like that would yeah. be like, yeah, yeah. I was like, should yeah, I, yeah, you should. A, just but I'm sorry to interrupt, but two of my family members have been to prison in Mexico, my uncle and my cousin. 
and my cousin came out like missing like a whole row of teeth what, right from here. fighting. Yeah, she's a girl in jail, and I don't even think they they fucking uh, separate in Mexico. Oh. I don't even know, but she said it was horrible. They like fed you in a trough, like you're an animal, and there's like bugs in the food. Oh, and it was just. And then my uncle, he doesn't talk about it, but uh, oh, he it, we had to, my mom or somebody had to go down there and bail him out, and uh, he he just lost his car. He had like a nice Volvo. He was a tweaker. That's How long did, was he down in the Mexican jail for? They didn't do too long, but it was it was like a couple months, you know. Oh my god! Like not I don't not years, but like I don't remember. It was so long ago. I was like you know like fourteen and yeah. eighteen or whatever. But like like one to th- Three months, one to four months. They just know, disappeared yeah. for a little while, and they came back a little changed. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> they dude. came back a little, sh- a little, uh, yeah. Anyways, so this guy goes, don't uh, do drugs. This guy goes, you're gonna get twelve <laughs> don't years. Don't go to Mexico. And I go, I don't want to do twelve years, dude. And he goes, well, then he goes, no, nah, you're gonna see the judge tomorrow. And I'm like, I'm gonna see the like, who is this fucking judge down here, you know? And I was like, I'm gonna see the judge. Like, you're gonna see the judge tomorrow. He's like, if you give me two hundred bucks, you don't have to see the judge. And we didn't have any money. We spent it all. But yeah. My friend had a card. My friend just inherited some money. And so he had a, a Merrill Lynch like card with money on it. And I was like, we're like, he has money. And he's like, all right. And he threw it. He, he was, he, he put us in handcuffs and we were in hand. Oh, dude. Well, you left out the graffiti boys part. Oh no, this that was part gets yeah. graphic. No. So we were in, no, I don't I, like no he part. put us in handcuffs while he was talking with us. Right. Oh yeah. 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 And cause they were just rounding people up and he caught some Mexican guy some Mexican kids down there graffitiing on the bridge and he saw them and he went to arrest them. He was like, you stay here. And I started to fucking walk away. Like I didn't run, but I started to walk really fast. And then he fucking goes, fucking caught me. And he was like, you come back here. Dude. I was like, fuck dude. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And so he was arresting these kids. These kids popped off to him in Spanish and he fucking took out a mag light and he beat the shit out of this kid and caved his fucking head in. Without even showing emotion on his face. Like, he beat this guy down without being like, uh, uh. Like, he did it, like, just, like, with with no emotion on his face. Like, he wasn't happy. He wasn't sad. He would. He didn't even, like, take a breath. He just whacked this kid's fucking brains in Ooh. in front of us. And then this – I don't know if this kid died or not, but his forehead was fucking caved in. Oh, and, then, and, then, and then he just goes, okay, now you guys. So what's the deal with the money? And I, and that at that moment I was like, oh, we got a problem, dude. Like it's not the same down here. Like like w- this is just yes or no. It, it's like it's just, there's no great. Like we're fucked. If we get money, we're not fucked. But it, like he just caved his his own. He just caved another Mexican guy's fucking head in for spray painting, you know. And so I was like, I was like, fuck, dude. And so he's like, all right, we're gonna see the judge, you know. And and threw me and my friend back in in this car so we're in an armored car like you see on revolution like a bronco with a welded machine gun to the top and we're all we're all handcuffed to each other so he handcuffs to this chain of handcuffs of all these fucking criminals dude who are in who are back in this in this in wedged into this fucking bronco with a shell on it you know so we were in there and my phone rings and this cholo fucking steals my phone. Hmm. And I'm like, dude, fuck it, dude. Who gives a my fuck? Cousin. Yeah. <laughs> well, some dude, some dude, he was like, he was like, I murdered a bunch of people. He told me, he's like, dude, he's like, I murdered a bunch of people. I'm just hiding out in Tijuana, dude. And he's like, I just, Jesus did. Christ. He goes, I'm on so much meth. Do you want meth? And I was like, no. He's like, you're going to need it, dude. He's like, you ever been to Mexican prison before? 
he was from Santa Ana. And I was How like, about no, we just don't murder people anymore. Yeah, like, like he was like, I'm down here hiding <laughs> out. Like I guess a bunch of troll, you know, gangsters go down there and hide out all the time. You know? yeah. yeah, all the time. So he's down there hiding out, and he was like. I was like, dude, I don't want to be on meth right now, dude. And he was like, oh, you want to be on meth? He's like, you don't want to sleep. He's like, you've never been to Mexican prison? And then right then, this old Mexican dude started crying, right? This old, like, Paisa started yeah. fucking crying. I was like, why is he crying? And he was like, because he knows... <laughs> He's like, because he knows what's about to happen. Because <laughs> he knows where we're going. It's, it's By the so, way, Mexico <laughs> isn't all that bad. Just don't, just don't this be is on Tijuana. drugs. This is Tijuana this is disrespecting. This is me. This is me yeah. disrespecting the country. Going in there, causing yeah, trouble for sure. Because I go to Mexico City with my family and shit, and that's like fun and peaceful, and we eat tacos. This is drugged <laughs> out. A border I was town, wrong. TG. I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. I was going down there, fucking causing trouble, looking for drugs, being an asshole. I just can't imagine, like, just seeing a man weeping. Why is he crying? Because he knows where we're going. (laughs) This is the guy with tats on his face. Like, he knows. (laughs) So, dude, so, Craig, so I start crying. Yeah. And the guy goes, dude, you don't want to cry. Stop crying. He's like, stop crying, dude. It's only going to be worse. Because I started fucking crying, dude. And I was like, I just closed my eyes. So then, so then um, my friend, my friend's in there. And they're like, oh, dude. They started calling him Bruce Lee because he's half Japanese. And they're like, oh. He's like, Bruce Lee, they're like, Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee, all the other guys in prison, you know, in this, in this car, we're calling him Bruce Lee. And he was like, dude, your friend's going to be fucking fighting all night. Dude, he looks like Bruce Lee, dude. And I was like, oh, oh my God, dude. So, so I could see out of the little fucking, like the little holes they had to breathe. I w- we would take turns looking at the little holes and I just see a Mexican flag, you know, huge, you know, this is coming from a spoiled kid from LA from fucking, you know, America, the richest country in the world. I'm like, dude. And the the cop before he put me in the thing, he was like, You're not in your home anymore, Poppy. This ain't your home. And yeah. I was like, and I get out of the You're hole. You're like, no shit, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I get to see <laughs> How that. How about flag. you help me out with that? I could see that flag on Let revolution. Fl- the, the flag on revolution yeah. flowing. And I was like looking out of the holes and I could see San Diego. And I was like, fuck, they would give anything to be in San Diego. And and I could see the fucking Mexican flag. So then like then my friend Casey, they they grab him out of the car. They're like, you're the one with money. And they grab him out of the car. No way. You forgot the part that, that the cops were circling so long. Oh, yeah. We were circling for like an hour. Like and then, around and then the, the, the essay Cholo. said, oh, this is good. He said, this is a good sign, dude, because we're not going straight to jail. So they think one of you guys has money. And... And uh, and I was like, is that a good sign? He's like, yeah, because if you fucking. By have the way, money. how many times has this guy been to Mexican jail to <laughs> Dude, where he knows all this information? Bro, he was borderline excited. Like we were all. I remember. He's like, yes, like, I get to fight in prison we, again. We were all sitting Indian style, like like chained to everybody, right? Yeah. And like the one Pisces threw up on everybody's legs. Wait, the guy that was crying, and the cholo was on meth with his sunglasses on his head, squatted down like this. Like in the fucking, we were in a little Bronco thing. There's like eight guys back there, and he was like, he was like all tweaked out. He's like giving us the lowdown, but he was like, he was happy. Kind of, yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't bummed out. He's like, dude, it's like he was a warrior. He was like, yeah. dude, we're about to fucking, we're about to fight, dude. Yeah. Like, uh, and I thought I was tough at that time, but I was like, dude, I'm not that tough. Like, no, I'm no. not Mexican. It's, the difference between, I mean, maybe, we're, maybe we're tough, but like we want to live. You know, yeah, I didn't difference. have a difference. Like, that, that 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 adds an extra layer of toughness when you don't care. He didn't care what happens to you, and you're like, ever, you know, like I want to keep my teeth. Yeah, <laughs> no, Can I they, go home. They were all in, and so and so then so then he goes, "This is a good sign because we were we kept circling revolution." He's like, "Dude, they think one of you white boys has money, so like, dude, that's a good sign. We're not we're not going straight to jail right now. Like, we're not going to you know to." Uh, to the judge, to the to the prison where we're gonna see the judge and then go off to 
fucking prison or whatever. And so then after like an, it was a long time. So they peel my friend out. And I was like, bye, Casey. We're in a fucking third world country. We're in trouble. Yeah. And now your best friend that you went to kindergarten through fucking, you know. You're Asian and gay and you're going to a Mexican prison. Yeah, and he's gone. And Odds he, are, I don't think you're going to be well off, buddy. Like, no, yeah. and he he leaves the car. so they put, And so I don't know. I was like, my friend's gone. Now I'm alone. Yeah. And, I, and I just fucking started praying. I had this friend that, that committed suicide um, like a year before and he was like he half Nicaraguan and he was like very comfortable with Mexico and I was like praying his name I was like rich I was like please dude I need your fucking blessings get me out of here get me I'm not built for this blah, blah. so he did I believe that he helped me dude rich and uh and um uh so after like another half hour we pull over again and my friend comes they throw him back in this little fucking car this machine gun this Bronco with the machine gun welded to, you know, that military car. So we're like in the back of this camper and we're all, there's too many people back there. So now my friend's back. I'm like, dude, what happened? And he was like, oh, they marched me around with machine guns from ATM to ATM because one of them didn't work. And then he's like, finally it worked. And I was able to, to get them money. I was like, how much? He's like, dude, 200 bucks. And he's like, I paid him. And I was like, so I told the guy, the you know, the Cholo was listening to us. I was like, so fucking what? He's like, I don't know, dude. I don't know if they're happy or not, but you know, you paid them. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. So then we keep driving, driving. We drive to this fucking weird area in TJ. And I got more TJ stories. I got in trouble again. But, like, that's a that in sobriety with some girl. But, like, but that's a different story. So we drive in the middle of nowhere in TJ. And then they go get out of the car to both the, both my friend and I. And that and we met up with these other three patrol cars, dude. And they all were, like, sergeants with, like, with like military regalia on. And they all had uh, plastic gloves on, like surgeons wear. And I was like, oh, that's for brain matter, dude, and blood and You're shit, you know? And they all had machine guns, dude. And they're all waiting for us. And we, and then we, dude, we, they, they lined us up again, and me and my friend up against the wall. And they're like, the guys came over and they're like, all right, now take your drugs. And they gave us the drugs, right? And I was like, I don't want them. And they're like, fucking take them, dude. And they pushed them into my stomach. So we're in this back alley. It's, it's almost dark. And we're in this back, uh, like, like, it looks like abandoned home development, like a band apartments that kind of got half built. And we're on this thing and we're on this wall. There's this wall. And me and my friend are now up against a wall with like five or six guys with machine guns and we're holding our drugs. So it's just like, dude, they spray people all dude. People get moped out all the time over there. And it doesn't, it's not a deal. It's like not a, that, that case closed, dude, you got killed in Mexico, dude. No, there's no investigation. And so we're up against this wall and I'm like, I'm going to get shot, dude, because they just want me holding the drugs. Be like, yeah, a couple fucking bandito white boys came down here yeah. and they, we had a shootout and they died, you know? And so I just was like, I'm getting shot right now. And I looked over to my friend Casey. I was like, dude, I love you. You're my best friend. He's like, you're my best friend, dude. And we, I, I went to kindergarten with this guy. We're just sitting there. I was like bracing myself to like get shot. And then they all started fucking laughing. Mexicans have a funny sense of humor, dude. They, they, <laughs> That's they, not funny. Yeah, they That's all a started sick laughing. Sense of humor, my friend. Started cracking beers, and they all started drinking beers. Like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Look at how scared they were. And then the, the head guy came over. He's like, next time you come to Mexico, put your fucking drugs in your ass. And, and, he, and he fucking, he like tucked the drugs like into my stomach and started laughing. He's like, you're free to go. He's like, everything's cool. We just want money. And I was like, uh, we can go. And he's like, yeah. I was like, dude, I don't want drugs. He said, no, 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 no. Just fucking just hide them better next time, dude. He's like, don't be stupid down here. And then they all fucking drank beers for a second. So I'm like in shock. And then they all leave. Now we're in this at, we're in this back development a mile out of TJ, a mile out of the fucking main strip. Yeah. And I was like, dude, what do we do? So we started walking. I'm like, these it's like a great white investigative bite. They're going to come back and kill you. I was like, dude, we're, they're going to come back and arrest us again. And this yeah. is never going to stop. 
So we started walking. I saw a trash can. I'm like, dude, as much as I was withdrawing and wanted to die, I was like, dude, just throw, tell my, my friend and I were like, dude, just fucking let's throw these away. So we threw the drugs in a fucking trash can. And then we start running to the border, dude. Cause I th- I'm just convinced they're going to arrest us again. And we cut everybody in line on the way off, you know, cause it's like tons of people trying to get back yeah. into America on a Sunday or whatever it fucking was at night. We cut everybody off and I jumped over the turnstile to get back into fucking America. And this big black security guard or, or Marine or whatever fucking grabbed me. He's like, what the fuck? You know? And I go, I'm just happy to be back in the greatest country in the world, sir. And he was like, he just, cause he, he, you know, that his job is seeing people. Okay. So he, every once in a while, someone, you know, yeah. I just escaped. You just didn't want to know. Yeah. I was like, you, you can search me. I was just glad. No, I was not afraid to be ninja. I was like, I'm so glad to see <laughs> him. What'd you do? Yeah. He gave me that look like, cause I was like, I'm, and, and I, and I went back, I went back and I went to San Diego and I fucking hugged a trash can and I fucking kissed a trash can. And I was like, I'm so glad to be in America. And, you know, definitely, you know, I'm not a political comic. I'm not really a political guy. And, you know, our president's wild right now. And, and we could we could say what we want about this country. And I was a spoiled white boy who, you know, was like kind of like, oh, you know, it's so much better in Europe. Or, you know, even though I'd never been, you know, or like, you know, America, fuck America. Dude, as a guy who like this ain't perfect, but like I don't care. I don't care if you're in the hood. I don't care if you're a person of color. Something can happen with a cop and you could go in with your mom and be like, that fucking asshole did it. I demand Fox News come down here and report it that at least there's some kind of, you know what I mean? Like, like repercussion. Dude, as someone who got down in Mexico and, and got in that trouble, I, it's different down there. It's different. They're just like tough shit, motherfucker. Tough shit, motherfucker. There, I was about to get my head blown off, you know. And so I came back here with kind of a different, like, America is not perfect, but, but, you know, yeah, we're sitting here drinking gourmet Cold coffee brew. in your awesome fucking apartment my, that my comedy's paid. wood. Yeah, that, yeah, that co- comedy's paid for. I go out there and the streets clean, and like you can go into Starbucks and get a free water and use your free internet, and they're nice yeah. to you at the counter. And like, I, uh, this is a pretty cool country, dude. I got arrested in Mexico too, and it's not nearly uh, anything like what you went through, but it yeah. still was very scary to me. I ran a stop sign because I didn't see it because it was like on a fucking wood stick this tall, you know, and I just missed it. But they and and of course it was like the what what's up with the fucking Broncos and the machine gun and the F one fifty, you know. And it was I was like, where's this army of police coming from? They pulled me over, they pulled me out of my car, and I was and they're with, not playing, dude. No, and I was with a bunch of girls and my buddy. And um, this was long because we used to always go down there and party before we were 21 because you could drink at the clubs there. So we were like 19 and with all these fucking white girls and my and my buddy like they don't I'm fucking half Mexican, but I don't know. I don't look it. I don't mm-hmm. sp- I'm not fluent. Let's like I'm you look like a white boy. I'm a white boy. I'm yeah. a fucking white boy. And then to uh, them, you're a white boy. Yeah. for Sure. Luckily, I spoke, but they still, they're just fucking with me. Like, they didn't do what they did to you, but like, they pull me out of the car. They, then they go, You're coming with me. And I was like, It was a stop sign. Like, and then they said, like, something like, You got to see the judge. We're going to take you to jail. And I was like, What? And like, <laughs> they take me it's and my horrible, friends dude. in the car. It's absolutely, yeah. fuck. we're telling it like on a podcast <laughs> later, but like, when you're in Mexico yeah. and they're saying, You're going to go have to see the judge, like, 
God knows what is it this judge just, just in like, a back what? warehouse somewhere just fucking drinking a beer like, like this is a stop who's sign, this judge <laughs> and then they, and there's nothing you can do and they, have, they all have machine guns and then they put me in the truck with them and I'm just in between two fucking federales with machine guns and I was like it's a stop sign <laughs> like I didn't I didn't even have the oxycontins yet you know yeah, yeah. and then um they they and then the the my car my buddy drives my car and they and they they like a car in front of my car and a car. So they like pinned us in. They go follow us to the police station. They take me to the police station. They don't like lock me up, but they like show me the jail cells. Like they're giving me a tour. And I was like, no, no, no. Like I can't, I can't go in there. Like, oh my God. And then, uh, they just said money or I said money, you know, dinero. Yeah, yeah. dinero? And they go, see, sí, see. Sí. Yeah. And then I gave them like, I don't know, not a lot, but like 90 or a hundred bucks. And I just went to my car at, at that they're surrounded, and I was like, "Hey, what cash you guys got?" And yeah, like, yeah, I was like, "I'll fucking pay you back later. Give me yeah, the yeah, fucking money yeah, now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I just gave them money, and then he gave me this speech, like, you know, he's like, "It's different down here," you know, in his, in his broken English, and he's like, "He's like, you just pay me money and you you go, but if you don't pay me, it's bad for you." Oh, and then and yeah, then I just that's, paid that's him whatever that. we had. It was like ninety bucks or some weird amount. And then he's like, okay, you can go. And I, and I was just in my head. I was like, did you have to take me to the fucking jail? Yeah. You couldn't have said De Niro on the street. Did you have to make me go because they get more emotional they war in my mind, body and soul? Like I, I like I was like, I didn't even really do anything. But it does it matter here. Like, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And, and then the, the emotional like I had dreams about that. I had, I would have dreams that I would have this pack of drugs on me, and I was sprinting to get out of Mexico, running from the cop. Like I had dreams for ten years about that. Yeah, well, yours is much a little bit a little bit worse than mine, and mine was horrible. The the emotional turmoil that you just go, <gasps> you're like I'm I'm like you. It's weird to say it's that the unknown. I feel like I'm going to throw up from a life situation because yeah. that's how you feel. You're like I'm going to throw up right now. Yeah. Like, I can't go to jail in Mexico. Look at me. I can't go to jail in America. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be somebody's bitch here, let alone over yeah. there. It just Here it I'll just, be somebody's bitch. There I'll be everybody's everybody, bitch. That's funny. <laughs> that's it just makes difference. you grateful. I don't know. I just, like, I came back and, like, I was just really grateful to be in America. You know? I was, like, I was like really grateful. Yeah. I was, like, I was looking. We hit an hour. That was a good one. Your Perfect. story is crazy. Well, as as uh, as my podcast go, do you got any quick uh, poop of the pants story where you might have shit on a first date and embarrassed yourself? I don't have it on a first date, but I you know just something embarrassing. No, I have. I squirt. I have a shit. Yeah, I do actually. I I was a. Uh, I was I was sick from from not having oxycotton. I I got a bunch of oxycotton. And we were, me and my friends were going back to a, um, not, not PF Chang's, but a, a, a fucking Chinese, what's the, the Chinese chicken place? The, the chain, the, the most popular one, uh, Chinese chicken Panda express, Panda express. We were going, we were going to a Panda express and I had, I had chewed the oxy, but it hadn't, it takes like 20 minutes to kick in sometimes when you, when you, when you eat yeah, it. Yeah. When you're, that. when you're going with your dolls when and you're sick, it'll opiates, take a little bit piss fire out of your ass but i knew i was gonna eat i knew i was gonna be hungry so we like ordered the food and i was just like sick and i had eaten the fucking pill and then i ordered and i we sat down to like had all our chicken 
and then I fucking just shit my pants and nobody knew. And I, and I went in, I swear. And I, and I went in and I went and I fucking went to check and I, and I pulled my hand out and it was covered in shit. And none of the guys at my table saw it, but this little kid that was eating with his mom was like this. <laughs> oh, like he was like whispering to his mom pointing and i was like i gotta go to the bathroom and then my friend's like what the fuck is that smell and i went and i cleaned myself up but then the pills kicked in and yeah. so i went home and they didn't even change my fucking pants for the rest of the night because i was just like uh, yeah, whatever yeah. yeah i was like whatever oh that's fantastic that's man. a real one that's a good poop story yeah that's a shit story oh man i guess we get in there man can i can i give a shout out my social yeah, of media of course add me at steven randolph s-t-e-v-e-n r-a-n-d-o-l-p-h-2 on instagram twitter i'll add anybody on facebook and then i have a podcast which i'd love to have you on called so deep so deep podcast yeah. you find it on itunes at stevenrandolph.com forward slash podcast lots of crazy stories like i said my kindred spirit over here hell on, yeah on we started the, together he's stuck we started comedy together and we're on we were on drugs together and we got off drugs separately at different times we worked at trader joe's we both got fired i mean come on man <laughs> yeah what do you want from us yeah you know? <laughs> yeah it's my and i will tag you in this of course this is steven randolph he's my man i love him and uh thank you so much for liking and subscribing i hope we didn't give you too much anxiety <laughs> yeah that was, a, that was a mexican chunky prison one. story it gives me <laughs> like i like i was you're telling me for the second time, and I'm like, no, no, you forgot this part. Yeah, it's yeah. Fucking, There's a lot in there. It hurt me. It hurt me. It hurt so, me. So uh, don't do drugs, and if you do, don't go to Mexico to get them. Sobriety Stay so over much here, you know, and also clean up your life. Learn clean up lesson. your damn act. Remember, if you do good shit, you feel good, and if you do bad shit, you feel bad. It's that simple, folks. Uh you know, I don't know. That's it. Just trying over here. <laughs> Just trying to fucking live this life. Thank you. I love you all. Community service. Craig Cohn. Have a good evening.